So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, Gigging Pros? It's Jared Judge. Welcome to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Today, I want to share with you that your website isn't working. This just isn't working out. Guys, we have to change. <laughs> and I don't know you personally right now, unless you have reached out to me, which I would love for you to. But if your website is anything like, you know, 99% of musicians' websites that I've seen online, then it just simply isn't doing its job. It's like hiring somebody because you're paying a monthly fee for your hosting but they just don't show up to work. They don't do anything. And you still pay them every, you know, you pay them a salary, but they're just not doing any work, which simply isn't right. And the reason why I say this, you know, I've been in the business of coaching musicians on, you know, the business side of things. How do you actually extract money from your passion for a few years now? And I see so many websites. I come across musicians who apply to work with me and they send me their website so I can check it out. And this even happened yesterday because, um, you know, as part of the Milwaukee National Association of Catering and Events, I'm putting together a list of potential, you know, solo and bands acts that I could recommend to this networking group of event planners for their corporate events and weddings. And so I posted in a Colorado Facebook group for musicians and I asked people to, you know, reach out if you want to be considered for this list send me your website and include videos. And about half of the responses did not include website. So that I already excluded them from the list because as I've been in the private events business for quite some time, website is one of the major ways people discover you and get to know if you're actually qualified to perform at their event. They're not going to hire somebody they don't trust. So half of those people were disqualified for not having websites and then when I visited the ones that did have website, uh, you know, a lot of them were, were, you know, beautiful. They looked good and their music obviously sounded great. But when you try to actually use the website to accomplish a goal, such as how do I reach out to you and book you? And I don't want to have to hunt and peck for your contact form or I don't even know based on your website if you play private events. That's when you start to realize like your website is creating a confusing and frustrating experience for the people trying to give you money, which think about it from your perspective. If you've ever been on a website, you know, if you've tried to purchase a musical instrument accessory from a, you know, not, not a giant retailer, like not from Sweetwater or something, but directly from the creator themselves, you know, if they created an experience on their website that frustrated you, and confused you, unless you really, really, really want that instrument or accessory, then you're probably going to get so frustrated that you will actually leave the page and not give them money. So this is what was happening to me as I was browsing through all those websites. And, you know, it might, might sound like, hey, Jared, you've got a superiority complex about websites. And I kind of do, but it comes from experience because I was in their shoes. I was in your shoes. When I was first creating my website, nobody ever taught me how to do it. I just kind of put together a website that 
looked good to me. And from a musician's perspective, it was like really impressive. This looks good. I got my videos up. I've got some, you know, cool, I don't even know, like content about why I chose each of these songs. And I put that website up there and nothing happened. Nobody visited it. The people that did visit it bounced, which means they closed the page. In fact, if you install Google Analytics on your website, Google Analytics gives you a, a metric called bounce rate, which is the percentage of people who visit your site where only they only visit one page. They don't navigate to other pages. They don't fill out your forms and had a very high bounce rate. And so I went and I did the hard work of learning how to actually use a website. And that's when I discovered that you could turn a website into a marketing funnel. And if you're around me in my Facebook group and on my email list, you probably know that I preach marketing funnels. It's because I believe in them so much and they make me feel amazing as a musician. They make me feel so in demand. They make me feel like my music is better than I actually feel like it is. Um, it was just a great feeling. Uh, but the more important part is that they help me accomplish my goals. So what a marketing funnel is, is a process you take somebody through, which oftentimes starts off of your website because you've got to get people to your website. But then once they get to your website, it is a series of pages designed and laid out in a very intentional way, designed to help your potential customers uh, accomplish one goal on each step. So for example, you know, if we want to get somebody inquiring for your services for a private event, then the first page on your website you want to uh, send them to, typically the goal is to just get them to fill out a form without leaving that page. Like don't send them to another contact form page, give them a contact form on that page itself. And what this does, so the funnel itself, you know, you, you have several pages that are designed to achieve a specific result. Like the end goal for me is to get a booking. And so once they become a lead, that's not the end of the funnel. Like that's just really the, the beginning or the second step after I've driven the traffic to that funnel. So I get them to give me their contact information. And then after that, my goal is to get them on a Zoom call, which is essentially a sales presentation. So I chat with them face-to-face, -face, discover why they're looking for live music for their event, and then get them to convince me why I should accept them as a client, <laughs> why, why, they should, why I should accept them to work with them. And then on that call is when I ask for their credit card and get them to, you know, secure the date, and then I send them the contract later. That is a very high success rate. It's incredible because I book gigs very consistently. This is the process that I used when I moved to Colorado, set up a funnel for myself, and then started driving traffic to it. And so I'm so passionate about it. Uh, as far as like what platforms work to do this, like I've gotten that question a lot, like can I use Banzoogle or Wix or Squarespace? And the answer is kind of like a yes with an asterisk. Some platforms make it harder than others to set up this very intentional process. 
I will say Banzoogle is one of the worst. You know, it's very difficult to do this because Banzoogle websites are not designed in uh, like with a funnel mindset. They're more designed to get, you know, Spotify streams and followers and fans, but they neglect the private event side of things. They neglect if you actually want to do any like traditional style marketing, which has st- that traditional style marketing works. It works really well. And it just feels awesome when you see it working. Um, and same for like Squarespace, Wix. They all work, but it's it's hard to do it. Uh, WordPress is slightly better, but WordPress does have a, a little bit higher learning curve. Um, but because it's more powerful, you can do cooler things. But my all-time favorite, the one that I would recommend to musician, is called ClickFunnels, which you can get a free trial to it, by the way, using our Geeky Musician podcast affiliate link. I didn't know if you could hear the dog in the background. Um, but go to bit, bitly.com or bit.ly slash music funnels to get a free 14-day trial. And I will not lie to you, it is more expensive than these other platforms, but it's more expensive because it's worth it from my experience and the experience of others who use it. Kind of like getting back to that analogy we used earlier, uh, when you hire a person, like your website, you've basically hired somebody to be in a constant 24-hour presence for you online and selling your wares online. Um, would you want the best person in that job doing that job? Or would you want somebody who's like maybe okay at it doing the job? And if I had a choice, I would choose the best person to do that job. So he wouldn't hire somebody fresh out of high school, no no offense high schoolers, but you wouldn't hire somebody fresh out of high school to be in a management role at like a corporation. It just, it wouldn't make sense. They, they don't have the experience. They don't have the tools and, and the knowledge yet. They will someday, maybe. But if you're hiring somebody to do, you know, one of the most important jobs for your music career, wouldn't you want the best possible person doing it? And to me, that's why ClickFunnels is the way for that, because it's literally in its name, it's designed to build these marketing funnels. And once you set up your funnel, you will start to get leads. Like, well, you'll have to figure out how to get traffic to it. But I've dropped you a, a bunch of gold nuggets throughout this podcast on how to do that, which one of my favorites is you know, partnering with venues. But once you do that and your funnel is working, you will start to get leads. And these are like leads are just people who are ready to book you. And in order to maintain contact with them, you'll, you'll want to follow up with some emails. And one of the cool parts about ClickFunnels is that it's so easy to set up an automated email sequence so that they, when people give you their email address, they automatically get emails from you. Like this kind of stuff used to be reserved for like corporations. Like, you know, you sign up for Spotify and you get all the Spotify automated emails. Like that stuff is no longer reserved for just corporations and companies. Like us musicians can get access to these very powerful tools and they're worth paying for because they make you money. So to me, that's kind of my funnel rant for today. Um, yeah, again, get your free trial for ClickFunnels at bit.ly slash music funnels. If you use our referral link, then we get a little cut every time you renew, which, you know, I've been a ClickFunnels user for like three, four years now, and I just can't change to any other platform because nothing else works quite as well. 
So go ahead and get your free trial of ClickFunnels at bit.ly slash musicfunnels. And yeah, let me know what you think. Um, hope, hope this was helpful for you to think about how your website really isn't doing its job and how to make it do its job. And yeah, let me know if, if this works for you. All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gig Musician Podcast. Remember, you are just one gig away. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes that will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.